Hey Raiders family, Berkey and welcome to a very weird Berkey's top 10 for today. Four hours still kick off against the Warriors Gold Coast, if you can believe it. Um, as I said, this has been a ridiculous week. One which I never thought would happen in our lifetime, playing in front of no crowds. The only slither of light is that we're still playing. So we have to be grateful for that. And as each day or each week passes, hopefully we're closer to a resolution with everything that's going on and get the crowds back to Rugby League. Um, so look, it's going to be a very weird day today at the Gold Coast. Of all places, we never thought this game would ever be played other than the Warriors' home ground today when the draw came out. But look, here we are. Empty stadium, no crowd, foreign place. So I think today's game's really going to be one here. Um, it's as hard for the Warriors as it is for the Raiders, uh, particularly how the Warriors do usually thrive at home, usually with that... Um, uh, banging of the drum uh, their crowds are very close uh, I'm not sure what the weather would have been like but that slippery greasy condition that the Warriors sometimes enjoy uh, but anyway it is what it's a beautiful day outside today uh, here in here in uh, here in Queensland I'm about 30 minutes north of Seabus um, so look it's going to be a cracking day it's going to be hot today actually they're anticipating 30 degrees or thereabouts so it is going to be warm um, Thankfully, games earlier in the year this, uh, are now it's being played at the coast, so won't have too much of an, it won't have too much of an impact on our fitness, hopefully, because it's still earlier on in the year we've been trained in this heat, so that's one good thing about the game being played today. Hopefully, our legs and our fitness will be okay. But look, I want to get into the top 10. Obviously, a few things to talk about. I want to start with the Warriors, and the first one I've got in my top 10 this week is the Wounded Warrior. Now, the Warriors have been thanked by a lot of people this week. Um, they're obviously hurting not being able to go home. But this can go either way. They can have really bound together the last week or and, and a bit after what's happened. They've been in each other's pockets for a week. It's similar to what Ricky says about the Raiders, how he likes the road trips. It brings the players together a lot more, a lot more solidarity, togetherness. And that can really have an impact on how sides play. The downside to that is if they're wounded, they're missing home, their normal routine in their own bed, their own fridge, their own breakfast, their kids running around and so on, once again, after a period of time, it also can have an effect. And I said the Warriors should have been home last Sunday morning after Newcastle. Instead, they've had to rush to Kingscliff, acclimatise for a day or two around Kingscliff, new training facility, uh, you know, uh, a different hotel. All those little things add up to how a player's mind really feels during the week and then comes to a pointy end during game day. Um, so look, I'm a little bit concerned. I think the first five minutes will really tell us a very good story as to how the Warriors' mindset is. I'll come to us later on how we have to play those emotion cards, uh, but it's going to be really interesting to see how their mindset is. Hopefully there's a few chinks in the armour we can take advantage of it and really ram home a solid win and a solid advantage. Two of us is at number two. Their game in attack is going to be purely revolved around Roger. So whether it's... Um, uh, their move to the middle and back to the left or back to the right, two of Arsashek's usually going to be there nine times out of ten. He might not get a he might not get the ball each time, but he's going to pose a real threat just with his presence. He's trying to get out of defensive line in uncertain fields or uncertain uh, territory if they should come in and take him or hold off. And that's where we've got to be really, really alert. The thing with Roger, you need to take away his game management time with the ball. If we stand back and stargaze, he can do his magic, do his step and so on. 
We've got to get right up in the line, right up in his face, so he doesn't have that time management or, or time to do things with the ball to use his step. So we've really got to make sure that we get right up in his face and put pressure on his outside runners and his inside runners. Once again, if we hang back, we're going to be caught with our pants down and we're really going to be made to pay by watching him. So we've got to get up and put pressure on him from kicks, make him defend as much as possible. And when he's got the ball inside our 25, we've got to be on high alert, not break our line because he likes to get in behind. So we make so we've got to make sure if he starts starting across field that our line is set and we talk and communicate. Number three, I've gone for Blake Green. Now, Blake reminds me a lot of our Sam Williams. He plays very slowly. Now, in a panic type of game like rugby league, sometimes when people play very slowly towards the line, you sort of drop your guard slightly. And Blake Green is very good at slowing a game down, very good at game management. So we've got to make sure once again that we don't get sucked into him trying to slow things down and play really slowly up to the defensive line. We've still got to have speed up there and get at his face and make sure we take away his game time as well. He controls the game very well. He's going to be their main kicker. So we have to get up in his face quickly because he hasn't got a lot of speed from hand to foot to get the ball away with a kick downfield. He's very, very slow from getting the ball here to kicking it. So we've got to make sure that our rushes from Hodjo, from Jack, from those markers, Elliot, really get up in his face because he's really going to be their only kicker that I can see in the Warriors lineup. So if we can get some errors early from his kicking game, really put pressure. We should win that yardage game because he doesn't have a long kick. So Shans and Nick and Bailey should really get some good yardage bringing that ball back off Blake Green's kicks downfield because they're not very penetrative. So we've got to make sure we really suck up those yards as quickly as possible and give ourselves good field position. But Blake Green, once again, is one of those really solid game management type of players, um, solid in defence, but really knows how to put a player into a really good hole with a straight line. So we've got to make sure that we keep our defence nice and compact. He's not He's not attuned to throwing long, long balls. He plays really close to the line, really tight, and tries to put guys just to nudge them through the line. So we just got to be aware of what impact he's going to bring to the Warriors' defence. He'll be their main attacker in the front line, and two of us, Ashek, will be their main attacker coming through the back of the line, second man plays, and the like. I've gone for Cody Nicarima at number four. He is on the bench, but we've got to be very wary when he comes on. He plays very up-tempo. He'll play a lot of dummy half, in my opinion, when he comes on. He'll scoot. Now, when he plays dummy half, he doesn't just scoot straight ahead. He scoots 45-degree angle. So he's looking at our edges. So Horsburgh, Tapani, Elliott. He's trying to suck those guys in, make our, our, our middle defenders come across, chase, out, chase inside out. Um, to try and help our edges, but what that then does, they then bring it straight back down the middle. So our edges, or our, our middles, have to have faith in our edges are going to do the job. Um, we can't get sucked in leaving holes down the middle, because that's where Green and two of us at Sheck will have a field day if we've spread too thin through that middle third. But Nikarima's big play is scooting and looking 45 degrees at our attackers, or our defenders on the edge, to try and get some uncertainty there about what's going to happen. And we've got to make sure with Nick Karima, he does, like a, he does like to play an inside ball as well. So we've got to have those middle defenders coming across together, talking together, straight line, so we don't leave a broken defensive line back down through the middle. So let's come to us. Number five, I've gone emotion. As I said at the start with the Wounded Warrior, we're playing at a stadium that has no crowd noise, 
know nothing. I mean, even when you play at the Warriors or any, any home ground, actually with an opposition crowd, it can sometimes motivate you to, to pick your butt up because you're getting abuse from the sideline, the crowd noise, the emotion of the game. It's just going to be a silent stadium today other than the bench players, touch judges and referee, and that's it. So as I said, we've got to have the mental aptitude to be able to lift ourselves individually. It all comes back um, to a self-interest game today of how you can keep yourself motivated individually for the good of the team with just an empty stadium there. So as a lot of it's going to be, as I said, it's going to, be, it's, it's going to have to come from within to keep the, uh, keep the confidence level high and the playing ability high as well. You can't drop your guard just because there's no one in the stadium. It's a weird feeling, uh, but we've just got to adapt with those emotions. I think if we can get on top of the Warriors early and try and pick apart some of their players, we could be in for a fairly easy afternoon. We don't want a 12-10, 14-12 game like we had last year where we give we make errors in our half or do silly mistakes that invites them back in. If we can get a good lead on the Warriors like we did with the Gold Coast, we should be able to solidify a win, but we need to start really quick. Hence, number six for me is a fast start. So if we can get out of the box early like we did last week, running edges, running forward, plays in momentum, a fast start against the Warriors, they tend to drop their guard. Newcastle had it last week, and the Warriors weren't able to peg it back. The Warriors don't have a lot of points in them, other than two of us as Sheik. I can't see a lot of impact with their attack. I don't see a lot of sting in their defence. We have opposite that in spades. But what we can't afford to do today is to drop our level of play down to the Warriors level and get into a scrap. So fast start's really important. We've got to frustrate them with the defence. Number seven this week, our defence needs to be watertight like it was last week. We can't afford to have a 25, 30 minute lull like we did last week against the Titans. We are going to have a lull through the game. It just happens. You can't be playing at peak performance for 80 minutes. We need to limit that lull to, you know, five, 10 minutes through the game, no more. We need to have someone to pick up the game if we see that we are going into a, a situation where we're not getting up in defence, we're not talking, we're not having a good kick chase, our markers aren't putting enough pressure on the kickers. Those sorts of little one percenters are so critical on days like today where there's not the emotion of the crowd to keep you involved in the game and to keep your mind at a peak level. I think if we can get emotions, fast start and defence in order, I think the game's going to be run. With, the game will be won with Hodjo. George Williams and Jack. So I want to break that down a little bit. Hodjo against all against the Warriors in the first round last year. He basically won the game for us. Of course, we had speed around the ruck and we won the ruck. The Warriors are a big, cumbersome forward pack, not a lot of speed. So Hodjo had a field day around the rucks last year, dictating plays left and right. How he was able to do that, he made sure that we had players in support when he was taking off from dummy half, keeping the Warriors second-guessing. If Hodjo goes on his own, he's very easy meet for all defenders. But when he's got Sia coming quickly, Papa, Louis, Horsburgh, if we've got um, uh, players in momentum, the Warriors' defence is just not attuned at the moment to combat those rushes of the green coming around the middle area. If that can happen, I think George and Jack can really dictate the left and right edges beautifully today to bring our edges into play. And our my edges are number nine. I'll come to that shortly. But I can see Jack and George doing a hell of a lot more running today. So it's a really good day up here today. Uh, I can see them really using their speed and our forward play, our really good straight down the middle momentum plays to really give us a really good footing to get some good territory. The Warriors are one of those sides that 
don't really back up well with second or third repeat sets of six. So we can dink that ball into the in goal, get another set of six. I think they'll fall apart. They don't have that mental aptitude of back-to-back-to-back sets of six like we now pride ourselves on. So George and Jack, I can really see doing a lot of running today, bringing Shans, Elliot, Jared, um, Curtis with them in those rushes by going straight down the middle and straight down the middle thirds. The edges today, Tapani and Elliot, will have a lot of work to do in attack. I can see us really pinpointing a lot of our edge attack early in the play of the ball. I can see us using our confidence to spread to those to those uh, edges, even inside our own quarter with a day like today, to use our speed, to use our communication, and the way we now, we now know how to play with each other a hell of a lot better. It's confidence, we have it, and once again, we can't just drop ourselves to the Warriors level and play the way they want it to play. The Warriors will be looking to get the ball into touch today. They'll want to slow the game down, make it a scrap. That's how they think they can win with us, is a scrappy type of game, lack of momentum. We've got to keep the ball in play um, and keep up tempo as much as possible. Finally, number 10, I've gone the bench. I really love the look at our bench with Havili, Soliola, Gula, and... Oh, God, David, I forgot our the bench player. Um, apologies, whoever, whoever that is. Um, so we just got to make sure that our bench win those one percenters when they come on. Um, so Havili last week was enormous, going straight down that middle third when he came on. Sia brings a lot of up speed, up tempo. Um, Emre last week was once again enormous. So I really loved the way that he played his game last week. I can see him giving a lot of impact as well off the bench today against the tied Warriors forward pack. So look, guys, that's it for my top 10 today. Um, I really, really appreciate your love and support as always. Love your feedback. Facebook page up and running. Click onto the YouTube link on this video. I'd love to see you subscribe to my channel. Um, any good or any good feedback, bad feedback, any queries, comments, I love them all, so keep them coming. It's always good to have a chat about all things Raiders. So guys, weird day today. Looking forward to this game in just over, just under four hours. And all, as always, this is Berkey, Bleed Green, out.